0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 252 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today it's another good neighbor. It's Christina Fries-Pollett. Now, she is with Speech by the Beach Consulting. Christina, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. It's an immense pleasure and an honor to be here with you today. Well,
0: I'll tell you, the honor is all mine, you know, looking at everything you do and and y- your specialties, your education, all the degrees. Um, I'm really looking forward just to kicking back here and learning more because it's such a valuable service that you provide to the community. So let's start there, Christina. Speech by the Beach Consulting. Tell us what you do.
1: Well, I am the owner of Speech by the Beach Consulting. We are family owned and operated. We're a speech language pathology practice in Naples, serving both pediatrics and adults. We are pleased to offer the highest level of care, unparalleled to any in the local area. I felt compelled to start my practice due to the lack of quality speech language pathology services in this region, with many residents and their families having to travel to Miami or Tampa for speech therapy services. I graduated from the only Ivy League program of speech language pathology in the United States and completed my fellowship at the busiest level one trauma center in New York City. I'm a certified brain injury specialist and certified dementia practitioner. Furthermore, I served as a clinical professor of speech language pathology in Illinois. Um, I supervised at a college pediatric clinic and I'm the author of a book on dementia called Cognitive Implications of Dementia. So thus we are quite a unique practice in this area. Residents can receive this level of highly specialized care locally Without having to travel to New York or Miami, Chicago, or other metropolitan areas.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's we're so fortunate to live in an area with professionals like yourself, uh, and I think it's part the draw because because there are other medical professional professionals that I've interviewed, and you know, when they go through how unique their services and how fortunate we are to have them in our backyard. You know, uh, I, we have a, a type one daughter, and I hear you on you know, the challenges that families have, because uh, we initially moved down here five years ago uh, to be closer to uh, Miami and some of the docks over there. And um, so, again, for for what you provide, uh, lucky for us, lucky for us, you're here. It's my pleasure. (laughs) So tell us about your journey. How did you get into this field?
1: You know, interesting, early, I uh, started early. My great-grandmother had a stroke when I was nine, and she was Italian-speaking only prior to the stroke. Wow. The stroke left her unable to speak or swallow, and those are conditions known as aphasia and dysphagia. And the speech-language pathologist at her nursing home said she could not evaluate her as my great grandmother didn't speak any English. Now, obviously this was many years ago. Now we are more aware of cultural differences and diversity. My mother would bring me to visit my great grandmother after school to the nursing home. And I would bring this little Italian English dictionary with me. (laughs) And I started with the letter A and I attempted to read each word in Italian to her I think over the years, I made it to the letter L. (laughs) But she would just smile and laugh the entire time. As a side note, I didn't really speak much Italian. So this was probably very comical to her. Um, But I suppose to a nine-year-old, this seemed to be the best practice. And obviously, thankfully, my training has evolved since that point. But I think the spirit of my practice remains to offer every single person, pediatric, adult, the ability to reach his or her maximal potential. Um, you know, I personally love to speak and I'm sure you do too, Charlie, being <laughs> a host and all, and I love to eat. So the thought of being oh, there unable go. to verbalize, right? Or unable to enjoy a meal deeply pains me. Uh, consequently, our practice is dedicated to assisting our residents, both young and old, uh, to reach their maximal potential via kind, compassionate, and highly skilled care.
0: Yeah, yeah that's wonderful. And you go beyond that. I mean, you, you wrote a book, right?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, mean, I put that in there.
0: <laughs> how many lives have you lived so far? Quite <laughs> a few.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been very fortunate to live in a variety of regions in our magnificent country and meet and train under some of the best professionals in my field. So I'm extremely grateful for those experiences because they have shaped me today and being in this area to offer these services in a small town, which really grows in season, (laughs) as you know, is just such an amazing feeling to be able to offer these services here. Yeah. So let's
0: switch uh, over to myths in your industry. I'm sure there are quite a few. Do you mind covering uh, one or two?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, actually. I think the biggest myth in my industry is based on the name of the profession because it's an absolute misnomer, right? Mm-hmm. Speech, speech. Pathologist, you know, in the early mid 20th century, uh, speech pathologists typically addressed speech only. So I'm talking about articulation-based disorders or fluency disorders. Um, someone can't say er or the letter R, for example. Or if you ever saw the King's Speech, where King George yeah. VI had a fluency disorder, and he works with a speech-language pathologist to verbalize a wartime radio broadcast. But beginning in the late 1980s, there was an immense expansion in the field and now speech language pathologists are the prominent professionals to evaluate and treat swallowing disorders, voice disorders, and cognitive communication disorders such as dementia. Um, I also have additional specialized training in accent modification and public speaking consulting for professionals which can be highly beneficial for communication in the workplace.
0: For sure. Wow. Wow. I had no idea the the connections there.
1: Yeah, it's quite interesting. You know, so many patients come to see me and say, I didn't know you did that. I didn't know you did that too. And I say, yes, you know, the depth and breadth of this profession is unknown to most mm. people outside of the profession, of course. Right. So anytime I'm given the opportunity to dispel the myth of, speech only (laughs) I really welcome that opportunity (laughs)
0: that's great that's great all right well let's go out inside of your business world your day-to-day and talk about what you do for fun I mean it's a Friday now what are you going to be doing this weekend what do you like to do
1: oh fantastic so over the years I've been privileged to work directly with the community Um, in leadership positions, various nonprofits at the county, the Collier County and state level. I'm the former president of the Collier County Medical Society Alliance and former director at the Florida Medical Association Alliance. And as such, in times pre-COVID, I volunteered at the Teenagers as Parents program. That's in Immokalee. Um, I educated teenage moms in the importance of literacy and reaching speech and language milestones for their newborn babies. You can imagine this is a very vulnerable group of young women, and being able to work with them was just so rewarding and wonderful to offer them that knowledge, and they were just incredibly receptive. Um, I'm an ardent supporter of the Alzheimer's Support Group of Naples and uh, the Stroke Recovery Foundation of Naples as well. I was awarded a 40 under 40 award locally for my volunteerism, you know, outside of the business, obviously, which I take very seriously. But this weekend, I will be spending time with my lovely husband, who is also the office manager of Speech by the Beach, our friends, our family, and our two rescue dogs, Bentley
0: and Coco. Nice, nice. (laughs) What kind of dogs are they?
1: So Bentley is a Bichon Frise poodle. Mm -hmm. And Coco is a cocker spaniel poodle. They both were in puppy mills originally and uh, abused in puppy mills. And I was very fortunate to have been able to rescue them from those devastating conditions. And now they're living quite the life here in Naples.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too extreme. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. So, how about hardship, Christina? Something, a challenge, hardship, uh, you look back now and say, hey, Uh, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. What comes to mind?
1: So this is quite recent, actually. Um, For many years with the business, I was making house calls only. And as my client list continued to expand, I felt that I could help more members of the community by opening a brick and mortar office. And, you know, this weighed on my mind quite heavily. Well, I signed a lease on March 1st, 2020, which Likely in U.S. history, it may have been the worst time ever to open a brick-and-mortar business. Oh, my goodness. So I quickly established a robust telepractice client base, which was a blessing because I was able to provide therapy to clients throughout the state of Florida who could not access any face-to-face needed therapy. Thankfully, currently, I am open for in person traditional office visits, but I do offer that option of teletherapy, telepractice for clients who may be hesitant to come into an office setting.
0: Yeah, good for you. Best of both worlds. Uh, yeah, definitely. Making, making lemonade out of lemons, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, no. <gasps> I know yeah uh, well, it's good we, we can look back and laugh and you know I know we're all still working through this but you know that, that's that's you know that's behind the scenes that a lot of folks don't realize unless they've been in business for themselves you know it looks like all glory and fun and oh he or she's so rich and it's like no 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 you know we go to bed every night. You know, gone, okay. The rent's due March. Well, okay, I think I think we're good. You know, and yeah, then it, it hits. Boom.
1: Right. <laughs> I know. Just very unexpected and devastating on so many levels, yeah. you know, locally and also throughout the state, throughout the country, throughout the world. Yeah. So yeah. many business owners needed to adjust in some way, shape, or form during these times.
0: Yep. Yeah, um, for sure. So how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be?
1: Well, Charlie, I cannot stress the level of personalized service our boutique practice provides. We're small, family owned. We don't operate as a factory, as many large therapy practices do. When you call my husband, the office manager, or myself, I answer the phone. There's no answering service or press one for this, press two for that. When you visit, you always see me, never an assistant. And in this town, that is extremely rare, especially for a practice that accepts Medicare and insurance and sees clients from birth to geriatrics across the entire lifespan.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Terrific. Well, I know our listeners want to learn more, Christina. Where should we send them?
1: So our website would be the best spot to read a little bit more about the business. The website is www.speechbythebeachconsulting.com. And you can read a little bit more about the specialized programs and services that we offer.
0: Well, terrific. Well, you didn't let me down, Christina. You came <laughs> through. I built you up big time. And you not only you know answered the call, you you threw in a few extra points. So thank you. And, thank uh, you so
1: much for this yeah. opportunity. It was
0: lovely. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.